Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. A lot of times we are in that mindset of I get joy from food. I'm happy when I make these food choices. I'm tying my happiness to food. We can reframe that to I get my joy from the choices I make and having control over the choices I make. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are all following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Candace part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's episode, Aaron's out sick, so Ricky and I had a good time chatting about some feedback left from a member on our Facebook group about the moderator versus abstainer mindset. I share my love of cake and strong dislike of being controlled, because who actually likes being controlled? And Ricky shares how sugar can trigger addictive responses similar to alcohol or other drugs. Are you ready? Let's talk. Good morning, good morning. I am Candice. I'm Ricky. And welcome to Real WW Talk. As you can see, we are missing a member. Erin is under the weather. We are wishing her well, so she's not with us this morning, but we're going to do our best to power through. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing this week, Ricky? How's everything been going? Good. I feel like it went by, you know, pretty fast. So that's always a good thing for me, at least. Um, but yeah, I had a good week. Um, I felt like I was definitely more in control this week, which was really helpful. So I was successful um, with the scale and um, it feels good to be on track. Definitely. How about you? How was your week? Oh my gosh. It was, I had a lot going on this week. As I've mentioned, you all who are in the Facebook group, Real WW Talk, I have a little one. I have an eight month old today and struggling working from home, working, juggling working from home and being with him has been an adjustment. So it's hard with the eating and everything to kind of stay focused on myself and to make sure that I'm making choices that I'm proud of. But I I, I did okay. I did okay. I tried to use my support networks, but I don't know how to manage stressful eating sometimes because Mm -hmm. I'm so feeling so out of control and there's so much going on. I grab whatever I can, whatever I can find. Yeah. I I, def- I don't have a little one, but I can definitely relate to just making choices when I'm stressed that I'm not always proud of or that are 
more impulsive. I feel like I can tend to be more impulsive when I don't have the time to sit down and think about what I'm going to do or I, I'm so frustrated with things at work or whatever it is that I just, you know, make a choice that I'm like, okay, in the moment, this is going to do the trick. <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to choose it. And it isn't always the best stuff. Like I'm always mm-hmm. doing that with sweets yes, or something that feels really decadent. I never really mm-hmm. want when I'm stressed to go reach for a carrot. No, like I'm not, <laughs> I guess that's why there's zero points on certain things. Cause nobody thinks about that when you're stressed. You're like, I don't want to care it right now. No, I think everyone no. just thinks for, you know, what's going to give me that immediate satisfaction. What's going to make me feel really full with something that makes me happy. <laughs> and that kind of goes into what I wanted to, us, we were going to talk about today because I made a post in the uh, Facebook group about preventing binging. And it's something that we've talked about in this podcast and also on our, uh, you know, in different episodes. And somebody was, uh, her name is Binge Nutritionist on Instagram, talked about cookies and how there's a mindset that we can have in diet culture that says things like, I can't have any cookies. And then we restrict and we feel like we have to eat you know, we feel like we can never have a cookie again and then we overeat or we overindulge. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that the new mindset should be, I love cookies. I'll have one and save one if I need it for later. Cookies aren't going anywhere. I'm going to enjoy a cookie and move on. Mm-hmm. I posted that because in the midst of my week, um, I have been one who wants to have that mindset that I can just say, I'm going to have a cookie and I'm going to move on. And one of our members in our Facebook group, her name is Erin B. I won't say her last name because you never know, privacy. But she brought up a really good point, which is that this may not be something for the, there's two types of mindsets, something called abstainers and those who are moderators. And some people need to actually say, I have to abstain Mm -hmm. from a cookie. I can't have it. Uh, It triggers me. It does, you know, and then there's moderators who can adopt what basically that article or that post that I showed said. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. I think she made a really good point in the article that she shared was um, really great at breaking it down. So um, Mm -hmm. I know we have that for you guys to see if you're not a part of our Facebook group, but um, plug for our Facebook group. If you want to see these posts and these fun things that we're sharing, you can search Real WW Talk on Facebook. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was great too. I think um, it's it's definitely an interesting read and something it made me think of. It's, you know, I, I think I'm definitely more of a moderator. I, I sometimes wish I was an abstainer. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I think there are people who have to be abstainers. Like you can't just have one of something and, and, then it's like you just go off the rails if you do. Um, But I think that it can be different for situations and types of foods too. What do you think? Well, I thought it was interesting because Gretchen Rubin is the person, the author, and I don't know much about her, but one of the things that she has at the bottom, and I think you all can see it here, she says, if you're, you're a moderator, if you find that occasional indulgences heighten your pleasure and strengthen your resolve, get panicky at the thought of never getting 
or doing something. You're a moderator. Abstainer, if you have trouble stopping something once you've started or attempted by the things that you decided are off limits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hard part for me, and I'm going to remove this, is I think I want to be. <laughs> I think I want to be a moderator, but I uh-huh. think that sometimes I should be an abstainer. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, cake, for example, if I yeah. really, I, I I have a sweet tooth. I love cupcakes. I love cakes. I feel like I should be able to moderate. And I am someone who is triggered by being told, no, you cannot. That's why I didn't do well. I never was an Atkins diet and mm-hmm. keto scares me because mm-hmm. it's like, never have this, or that's not a part of the, the way that the plan is structured. Right. Um, but I do feel that I can overindulge consistently with (laughs) sugar, like sugary things really, really kind of can be a trigger for me. And Mm -hmm. I sometimes do better when I abstain maybe for a period of time from a substance like that. So it's hard for me though, because I don't want to, to do it. So when she posted that, it made me go, huh, <laughs> I, I don't like that you posted that because now <laughs> I have to think about it. <laughs> right. Um, I think I relate to you in a lot of ways because I think I probably should be an abstainer from some foods. And and again, for me, it's a sweets too. Um, and, but I do live more like a moderator. Like I do still bring those things into the house, but there are certain things like, you know, if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about my incident with the Nutella and, you know, trying to uh, moderate it. And I ended up eating way too much of it in a short amount of time. I think it was gone in like two or three days. So, um, you know, and if you know the points for Nutella, it's incredibly high. So, um, you know, having those things that are challenging or that um, kind of get in the way of success in the house for me can be really challenging. So I think with some foods, I do have to be an abstainer, but I think a lot of the times um, I try to be a moderator and it doesn't always work out. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Do you find that there's certain times in your journey, like maybe when you're really, really on plan and doing mm-hmm. everything that it's easier to stay in the moderator kind of place versus the abstainer? Because I find when I am, when I'm on it, mm-hmm. when I am like super WW, go into the meetings and losing consistently and exercising, you know, we get really cocky, you know, it's uh-huh. like, oh, I'm, I'm rocking this plan. This is difficult. <laughs> I feel like it motivates me and makes it easier for me to sometimes moderate because I'm proud mm-hmm. of myself. But when I'm in more of like a bingy or I've just mm-hmm. been off track, it's easier for me to to stay off track or to stay in that kind of indulgent space. What about mm-hmm. you? I think for me, I'm actually a little bit different because I think when I'm really on track, especially if it, you know, if I think back to the beginning of my plan, 
Um, there were times where I would certain foods or like chocolates, I would be able to keep in the house and moderate them. But I think I was better at abstaining from things altogether. Mm-hmm. And um, like making those choices, going to a bakery and, you know, getting a cup of coffee and not getting anything sweet. Like those choices were easier to make. And I think I made them more consistently um, when I first started out. And, you know, when I am successful, I think I, I just don't even bring them into the house. And, and there was a period, I think I shared this recently too, you know, maybe five or six years ago when I was on plan and um, was incredibly successful. I did have some chocolates in the house and I would have one a day. Um, But as we talked about um, before, that's, we're different in different phases of our lives. And I think it's important to remember that maybe you're a moderator for these five years or five months, and then maybe you're, you change to being abstainer. Um, I, I think it's important to think about the fact that that may change over time. I like that, that it's fluid. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's something that is coming up in my life of not a lot recently with friendships and different mm-hmm. things. You have to be fluid and kind of run through things. For the opposite reason, though, Ricky, mm-hmm. I when I'm on plan, I think I'm so proud of the fact that I'm able to be a moderator mm-hmm. that I it's almost like a challenge to myself. Like I like being yeah. able to say I had one <laughs> and I counted it and because I feel like it's um there's so many food police in my life. And I feel like that's a whole nother topic about yeah. people who feel that it's OK to comment on what mm-hmm. you're eating. Um, mm-hmm. when, especially if they feel they think they know that you're on a journey yeah. or when you start to show progress, people are proud and they're like, are you supposed to be eating that shit? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I thought that you were doing WW. Like, I thought you were like watching your weight. Don't, I don't want to tempt you with cake. And you're like, first of all, I'm going to have a piece of cake because it's 23 points and I can do that. So uh-huh. for me, I think it's part of my, um, fighting back <laughs> right. to want to stay a moderator because yeah. it makes me feel like I'm living the plan the way that it's even advertised. One of the reasons why I think we picked, I'll speak for you and mm-hmm. you can correct me, is one of the reasons everyone loves WW is because they talk about the fact that you can have anything that you want in moderation. Yeah. You know, I there think is I, no. I do. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. Um and one thing I think about, though, that is a challenge with this whole um, idea is that sometimes there are those chemical responses that are that can't be controlled. So I think sometimes that's why I probably do need to be more of an abstainer because, um, you know, yeah, mindset's important. But if I have a chemical response to sweets that makes me want more, which I think everyone does, <laughs> most people do, um, unless you are incredibly disciplined and you've abstain from them for a long time. Maybe you don't have the same reaction. I'm not exactly sure if that's how it works, but you know, at at least for me, I know that there is a chemical response and then having something sweet definitely triggers wanting more. So that's where I think I should be an abstainer in that area. Yeah. But I think it goes back to also control Mm -hmm. because I don't like having to accept that maybe I am controlled Mm. by a substance or by something and by, I don't know, it makes me feel, I relate with what, to what you're saying, but it makes me feel like I'm allowing that to control me Mm. and I want to push back and say, no, I can. 
I'm different. I understand. I can just have a little and not let it trigger me, even though Mm -hmm. the past has shown me that it's not true. Mm -hmm. Well, that goes back to the addictive mindset. And I know, again, like, I feel like we go back to this so many times, but I mean, that's what we need to talk about. That's what this is about for a lot of people is addiction to food, to, to carbs. And if you have like, let's change that out. Kind of like Aaron did the other week. If I am an alcoholic and I'm saying, well, I can have a little bit, you know, I, I can, I want to be able to have a little bit and to stop myself. I, I think everyone would look at that person and say, you're crazy, but right. with food, you know, why is it, you know, we can't abstain from all food, obviously, but like, why is it so much harder to say, I'm going to, I, I can't have this anymore. This mm-hmm. is doing, this is bad for me. It's making me, and again, I said bad. <laughs> that's there a whole other discussion about labeling food. This is something that's not supporting my healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's rephrase it that way. This is mm-hmm. something that is um, not helping me reach my goals. I'm going to cut it out of my life. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. I'm not saying that everyone has to do that. It's just something interesting to think about the, you know, how different, you know, if, if you are someone who is labeling this as a f- addiction to carbs or, you know, a food addiction, how, how is it that we're treating these addictions differently? I mean, they're different things, they're different substances. So, you know, they yeah. should be treated differently, but it's just interesting how we think of it as, um, as so different. And, and the other thing with that is, and then I'll be quiet, <laughs> um, is that sugar's in so many things. Like yeah. you can't get, you, you think you're having a savory dish with French fries and then you eat some ketchup and you've got, you know, your day's worth of sugar and, <laughs> and the ketchup mm-hmm. you've used. So yeah. it's, it's hard. Well, and I think going back to what Aaron posted, Aaron, not our Aaron, but the Aaron who's in other the group. <laughs> our other Aaron. <laughs> our other Aaron. You're our other Aaron. But she said, I've spent some time learning about habits and remembering, reading about the difference again between abstainers and moderators. And she said, for some people, it is easier to abstain, easier to eat foods in moderation, while other people find it much easier to give them up. I thought I was a moderator, but actually find it to be quite stressful deciding when and when and if to eat a cookie. Being a being an abstainer is much easier for me because I don't think about it or stress over it. No right or wrong answer just goes back to knowing yourself and what works for you. Wow. And I, I don't know if I focused on the freedom, the mm-hmm. freedom of saying, I've decided that for me, this is a trigger. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about anybody else in their journey. And I am abstaining from it for this time and how that can be freeing. Yeah. Instead of viewing it as a negative yeah. and what you were bringing up before about with it being addictive, that's something they work on. You know, I work in the field of addiction mm-hmm. and we really work with our veterans because I work in a veterans court and we talk about the fact that if you can reframe your mindset to focus on what you're gaining versus what you're losing and remembering that you're choosing it, it makes you feel more empowered than it being the focus on what you can't have, the joy of missing out, which is how we started the new year. Wasn't that like yeah, the time? It was, yeah. You know, and yeah. being proud of the fact that you made the choice that 
this is too much for me right now. This, mm-hmm. this, and, and for you, what you said, fluid, yeah. it's too much for me right now. Exactly. That may change later, but for right now, I am choosing to abstain. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes me think about um, just things I've heard over the years about how a lot of times when we do, we, we are in that mindset of I get joy from food. I'm happy when I make these food choices. I'm tying my happiness to food. How we can reframe that to I get my joy from the choices I make and having control over the choices I make. And that's why I love what you said, because the empowerment, that's such a strong word. If you can gain empowerment in the choices that you make, whether it's to abstain from a food for a period of time, or, you know, some people may choose to do it forever, or to be a moderator and to say, I sometimes choose to eat cookies and I sometimes choose not to. And when I choose to, I have one, you know, the empowerment that you can feel from that versus the feeling of I'm missing out from having it can be so powerful if we can just get ourselves to that point where we feel empowered. And I think also food and even like a food addiction or Mm -hmm. food as a substance, sugar, we'll just talk about sugar. Mm -hmm. Unlike alcohol or cocaine, (laughs) which had been criminalized and viewed by society and accepted as negative. Mm -hmm. I think that when it comes to food, there's so many different thoughts on what's right or wrong. That's why there's so many different diet plans. You don't go to jail for being overweight. You know, the doctor may not be very happy with you, but you (laughs) know, other than the, the, the shame you may feel because your clothes don't fit or mm-hmm. again, you may die earlier and there mm-hmm. are health repercussions from, from the weight. Um, you're not going to be put in, like I said, put in jail. You're not going to yeah. have to, to go to court and figure out how to, you know, change your life because of it. Yeah. And that can make it difficult because if there were those repercussions, maybe then, you know, it would even change how we viewed the abstinence versus the moderation because mm-hmm. they're required to, to to abstain. Yeah. With food, you can't really identify if it's the sugar that you're trying to make sure you abstain from, or is it the fat or is mm-hmm. it the salt? Because there's so many different elements to food mm-hmm. and everyone's triggered differently. I think there's a general feeling that sugar could be a culprit, but I know people who are equally triggered by you know, salty foods and they have, you know, the repercussions from that or the fat. Yeah. I know we're going to be wrapping up soon, but I just, I I love what you said about, you know, how there's not the same consequences for, Mm -hmm. you know, being a cocaine addict or, you know, an alcoholic, you know, there are consequences, but just on a deeper level, I think about how there are the, the societal um, consequences to being overweight because there's so going back to the shame, there is so much shame surrounding being overweight, but with that, it cycles, you know, like, I think that's been my biggest challenge in my journey has been feeling shameful of being overweight. And then that cycle of, well, I want to feel better about myself what do I do to feel better about myself? I eat food. (laughs) It makes me feel better, but it makes me gain weight. And I go back to, I'm overweight and I feel ashamed. 
and the yeah. cycle continues. And it's so hard to explain to other people. It, it really is those the people who um, wonder why, you know, I've been doing WW for this long. It's been over 10 years for, I think, both of us. Yeah. But I know that it works. And I know that I've been successful. And I know the biggest piece is my thoughts. Which is why we will continue talking. And that's why we're here, because I think we all can relate to each other. And I think when you're in the midst of it, it's good to have other people who get that. But before we wrap up, Ricky, I know that we got some feedback on Instagram. Uh, You had done a poll. Do you want to talk about it and what we're going to do this week? Yeah. So we did a poll last week and I know we shared a little bit of it last week. You know, you guys love getting recipe ideas. But another thing that you guys shared was that you really love uh, snack ideas and meal ideas, new things that we're finding. You want to see more of that. So um, if you're not already following us on Instagram, we are Real WW Talk on Instagram. Um, we post video clips. We post our snacks. We post sometimes what we eat in a day. We post mindset things. And, and it's just a great community. We want to hear more from you. So definitely continue to tell us what you want us to talk about, what you want to hear. We'll continue doing polls. But, um, you know, we this week are going to focus on giving you some ideas of some things that we tried. I've got a nut butter that I've seen around. It's uh, not not the controversial nut butter that we've seen. It's a different one that I have seen <laughs> um, that I found a little mini pack of in the store. So stay tuned um, for our Instagram and our Facebook. We will be posting those things for you to see. Great. And you all saw I posted last week about my grilled onions that I am obsessed with. Um, so I will tried it. Yeah, it's excellent. If you have not seen it, please check it out because it has no butter, no oil, zero points, easiest thing to make. And onions make everything better. I feel <laughs> like if you don't like onions, no judgment, but maybe there's something wrong with you. But um, <laughs> I will definitely find some too. I'm going to the store. So we'll make sure. Please stay tuned at the links that Ricky discussed. And we're going to get ready to head to our WW meeting. Hope yes. you can catch yours. And Make sure to tune in next week and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.